Welcome to the Check Your Six podcast. Join your hosts, Air Force veterans Craig Lyson and Tim Proctor as they continue their conversation about the challenges of small business ownership as well as information, tips and guest speakers, all designed to help you navigate the potential stormy weather that is small business. And now, here are your hosts, Craig and Tim. Good morning, Mr. Craig. How are you this morning? Hey, uh, your headphones working? Yes. I'm just wondering because I know at my office, at my home, I've got tons of speakers. I only put them in there just so I can get ready to do our opening so I can keep my eardrums low. Keep your eardrums low. What well, because I know you're going to blow them out when I come on your show. Oh, <laughs> here, I, can, I can always do that. Does that work? Yeah, it works. Okay, now you can't hear anything, right? And it's great. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, as you can tell, we're having some fun today. I think it's 2021. I just think whatever's happened, 2021, it's a brand new year. We're having some fun with this. So we are in the studio today. It is the 35th episode of Check Your Six Podcast. This one's called Stop the Presses, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. That means 2021. Do I look younger? You look, oh, you look a marvelous, as they, say, <laughs> as they say. You look fantastic. Yeah, you look a lot younger than you Can did. we get anybody on our podcast that's older than me? That's all I ask. That's alive? God. No, and I will have to. Well, no, we haven't. We have. Have we no. had older than you? I mean, there's some people that look older than me, and I'm like, oh, good. What are you like? Uh, wow. 80? He goes, no, I'm, I'm like uh, 54. I'm like, we, we definitely have a young lady in here today that's going to be a lot of fun, and the stop the presses thing will be applicable to her. But give everybody your contact information. Um, with uh, info. Uh, oh man, great, with, Tim. You're with info. Man, I can't even talk now. Uh, uh, Vets uh, growth at 407-754-5779. Take it away. Okay. And Tim with GRP Studios here in the luxurious, nice and cool GRP Studios, Longwood, Florida, 407. Let's go with 862-6882. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or you guys did something wrong, they want to get a hold of you, right? Oh, yeah. Info, I'm the complaint girl. department yeah. this day, right? Well, we are really pleased to have a young lady in here. I'm going to keep saying that until she's tired of hearing. Diane Sears, who is the editor of I4, and that's small i, for magazine and i4biz.com welcome and thanks for coming in today i know you're tremendously busy oh thanks tim thanks craig and thank you so much for calling me a young lady anybody younger uh, than us is young <laughs> she's in her 40s if anybody needs uh, no, no. no i just had a birthday and i won't tell you how big it was 41 now now she's I'm, 41 i'm getting there now you're nearly legal right <laughs> yeah perfect so you are here today you are the editor for i4 magazine Tell, first of all, how people can get a hold of you, all right. and then we'll talk about who it is, what you do, and everything else. All right. Well, I4 Business is uh, it's at i4biz.com, as you said, and that's our website. That's also uh, where you can find links to our I4 Business TV on, on YouTube, so that's pretty fun, too. And um, we have the magazine online. We also have print copies everywhere, so... It's a uh, labor of love for us to put this magazine out and be able to feature businesses like your own, but businesses all over Central Florida. Awesome. Now, how do people get a hold of you? If I was putzing with stuff. Did you tell how people how to get a hold of you, I either did. with phone or email? I did. Okay. Yeah, we, and email, uh, yes, mine is Diane, D-I-A-N-E, at i4biz.com. Or if you can't remember that, you can just do info at i4biz.com. If you have a press release for us, it's press 
at i4biz.com. We always look for new story ideas. How long have you been with i4 Magazine? Is it something you started? Did you take over? Tell me a little bit of the backstory of i4 Magazine. Great question. I actually have been a business owner for a long time, and this is a business I did not start on my own. I was um, brought in about two and a half years ago, almost three years ago now, as the editor-in-chief, and I took over as the editor and publisher right about May, June last year during the pandemic, so right after the pandemic hit. The magazine was started by some gentlemen over in Brevard County, and the uh, their salesperson was also with them. She took over as publisher and brought me in as the editor. And then we we invested in the magazine and and became the owners. So it's been a a kind of a fun journey for us all. And we still have some of the same team we had when we uh, first took it over. And now I've added a little few people to that team. So we have a great, great team. All right. Well, that was going to tie into other questions beforehand. Yeah. So had you been in the industry before oh, gosh, you started? Yes. And if it's I4Biz, but it was started in Brevard County, how yeah. did that, well, what, what, was the, what was the focus? You know, the they were talking about how it was having an eye for business, <laughs> but it's also a play on I4 and the business corridor, the I4 business corridor. So my dream is to see it go from the entire uh, the entire I4 business Carter, which is Volusia all the way over to Hillsborough and Pinellas counties. And then my other dream is that the this can be replicated anywhere. So anywhere that has a major highway. The cool thing about I4 as a highway is that no one there's no other I4 in the world. So that identifies us as Orlando or Central Florida or the I4 corridor. So we love that name. Yeah, it's interesting that it's I4, which is typically interstate I4. It is not interstate. It's intra-state. You realize that, right? It only goes from 95 to 75. But they still call it an interstate. Right, really. They still yeah. call it. It used to be 400, oh, Highway 400, a long time ago. That. Maybe they should have kept the other zeros because how many lanes is it going to be now? Yeah, it's going to be 400 <laughs> lanes. Absolutely. That's, or maybe we can do some kind of twist off where it goes on up to, to Georgia. <laughs> that's true. You know, that's true. Get an alternative route to, to Georgia other than 95 oh, and 75. Goodness. Yeah. Wow. So, so you guys took it over. How has it changed in what it focuses on and its development since you took it over? Oh, that is such a great question. Thanks for asking that. Um, when we first, when they first started the magazine, it was really for uh, second and third stage entrepreneurs. And by that, I mean uh, entrepreneurs who've been in business a while and are looking to go to the next stage, usually involves some kind of funding. And there is a need for a magazine like that here because we have such a strong entrepreneur community. But we started to realize that the people reading the magazine and and who were advertising in it and being featured in it were not just entrepreneurs. They were all kinds of business people. So people in corporations, nonprofits, government. And so when I took it over in in July, August, the July, August issue last year, we turned it into a magazine for leaders. So now we're called Orlando's Leadership Connection. And that seems to really resonate with our audience. Um, So you'll notice that our articles are about business, but we don't cover them the same way the other cover business stories, the same way the other publications do in this area. We have a focus on the leadership and leadership principles, um, how people are handling things, those kinds of leadership best practices, skills that it takes to run a really good organization. How many pages? Is it the same same amount of pages each time? Tell me, give me the structure, the, yeah. the the 
physical structure of the magazine? What does it involve? It is, uh, we aim for 64 pages each time. We are trying something different lately. So a couple times last year and then for 2021 this year, we are doing dual issues where uh, we have two different themes. So for January, the theme, January, February, the theme was uh, healthcare and and finance. So those are two things kind of kind of blended together. In those instances, we expand the magazine to 80 pages, but that gives us some flexibility. But we start with 64 and we have some set departments and those kinds of things. And all designed to to help the readers kind of navigate through the magazine and know what to expect every year. What kind of staffing do you require or do you have to put a magazine together? Well, it takes a, a really talented team of people, and I'm so fortunate that I have that and that I found a, a talented team. So we have a, uh, a local photographer, and she has to take pictures of, of all these business owners and uh, leaders and government officials. And just She takes great portraits, and she also just takes great pictures. Who is that? If you don't, is, can I you... would love that. Yeah, Julie Fletcher. Julie Fletcher. And how do people get a hold of her, or just in case they... Just, you can get a hold of her through info at okay. uh, i4biz.com. Right. So Julie, I'm, I don't know why I started with her, I guess because the magazine is so beautiful. And Julie and I worked together for a long time at a previous job, which we can talk about later. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a graphic designer uh, named Tanya Mutton. Tanya lives in Wyoming. She was in Brevard County, then she moved to Alaska and then Wyoming. So she proves that we can do all of this virtually. She has been playing with the design. So I said to her, remember you were looking at a different logo. Let's pull that out and we have a little time. Let's play with it and, and get it to what we want. And so we're really happy with that. Our managing editor, Megan Branham, she's been with the magazine just a little bit longer than me. She was promoted to managing editor last year, has done a great job. And so she kind of keeps us on track deadline-wise, making sure all the stories are covered and that um, everybody's doing their job uh, so that I can focus on kind of the big picture. And then we brought in a, a sales guy last year, Keith Landry. He was actually with Fox 35 here in Orlando for a long time as a newscaster. So he's, he's brought in kind of a, some special talents. He asked me when he was applying for the job, can I write? Will you let me write sometimes? And I said, oh, please. But yeah. he's also really great at working with our, our advertisers and our partners. We have a, a copy editing team, very strong. Um, Susan Howard, and she used to be with Duda. If you know them, they are... Uh, oh, I know them quite well. Yes. They're one of my clients. The oh, Sod yeah, Company. Duda. And the- Duda, Donna Duda with the Duda Company is one of my business partners. And then, uh, so, so Susan was there with them before we picked her up. And then Terry Godby, she is a copy editor for us too. And she and I used to work together. So Terry, Julie, and I, and many other people in this community used to work at the Orlando Sentinel as reporters and editors and photographers. And so I have this great network of people and all my Sentinel friends. We're in jobs all over the place now, so it's great to see. But that and is a great name for somebody that lives out west, last name of Mutton. Mutton. That's just fantastic. You know, <laughs> and she's English. She's from England. Oh, so. is she really? <laughs> yeah. That's so, well, you know, the young lady that does our podcast intro, India Quinn, the mighty Quinn, we call her. <laughs> she's Australian. I think she's from Ireland originally. Oh. But she's living in Australia right now. So we give her, give her a shout out every once in a while. She's great. Well, there's one more person, and that was yep. um, Renee Stark, and she works with our clients who are subscribers. So she keeps our subscriber list healthy. All right. So you've got a good team and it's people you've worked team. with before, which is 
Craig and I talk about this a lot. If you get a good relationship with individuals that you've worked with before, it almost makes it easier for you to do business on a day-to-day basis because you can know and trust who, who and what they do. Absolutely. Yeah, and they all work together well. We, we laugh a lot, so that's important. You get, you, now, I didn't realize that you, yeah, we laugh. We, we do laugh a lot here as well. And Christy and I, the young lady that works for me, Christy and I, we laugh a lot. If people could hear some of the content that we have in the building, they would, we're never hiring these two clowns. There's no way. <laughs> so you came out of the newspaper print, and now you're doing magazine print. What's the difference? Oh, big, big difference. So I actually started out in college in video text, it was called back then. So that was kind of those things that you would see on the screens where you'd see a weather report and and then like a tiny little news article with uh, made out of, I don't know, 12 words or something. So was doing that in college and as it was growing, and that was before before the internet started. So that tells you a little bit about how old I am. Well, you were probably about six. Cause you, you, were an, you were a protege and you were obviously Absolutely. much, yeah, okay. Yeah, this, I was still in the womb. My mom was actually going to this school when I was Perfect. <laughs> at University Perfect. of Florida. And then, um, no, so I started out in newspapers, absolutely loved it, loved it, loved it. I left the newspaper to go to a magazine for women business owners. It was a startup magazine. It was like my dream job. I absolutely loved that. And the the people who were the owners decided to shut it down after 10 months. Broke my heart. I absolutely loved that. And we tried to buy it and they wouldn't let us. So I always had in my mind that I would come back to work for another magazine. I started my own company right about then. It's called Diverse Media. I've been turned 20 last year. Wow. So I started editing books. I had somebody who was leaning on me. I need you to edit my book. And she was my first client. And I stopped counting when I got to about 100 books that I had helped people with. Wow. Nonfiction books, not novels, but nonfiction. Biographies and instructional stuff? or All kinds of things. Gosh, you know, history, medical, a lot of business books, a lot of business books. That's where my, my heart is. So then when I got this, um, oh, so then I, I actually went to work for a nonprofit for, for finance professionals and worked on a few magazines there. Love that. Just, I was just in my element. So when I got this invitation to come to I-4, it was really, it was really like a dream because I've been in Orlando, I think, 36 years now. So I know the community pretty well, yeah. know the people pretty well, the businesses. So this has been really fun for me. Cool. Well, we're going to wrap up the first half here, I think, and then we'll come back again and do the second half. And then, Craig, you can ask some questions then, okay? I don't know. Stay tuned. The guys will be right back with more on how to check your six. QLM, Quality Labor Management, provides flexible workforce solutions for skilled trades in the manufacturing industry. We pride ourselves on our core values of safety, productivity, and quality, all while working as a seamless extension for our clients. We screen each candidate with complete background and drug tests, performance skills tests to provide the best fit for your needs. We have services that include direct hire programs, temp to perm, and project staffing. QLM is your skilled service provider, a trusted partner in moving your business forward. Contact us today at myqlm.com. All right, we are back with the second half of the Stop the Presses issue. You guys don't say that anymore, do you? Stop the presses. Stop the presses. 
No, thank goodness we don't have to do that. I did that once when I was at the newspaper, and it was pretty fun. It was when Mike Tyson bit off the Evander ear? Holyfield's oh. ear. Yeah, and they yeah. actually did stop the presses. We got a yeah. we got a late edition. We're going to send out. Yeah, I just, yeah. I've always wanted to do this. Stop the presses. <laughs> it was pretty fun. My girlfriend fun. actually not worked for, not for Evander Holyfield. My girlfriend yeah. actually worked at the salon. She had a yell, "Stop the presses!" Really down here in Orlando. So huh. yeah. talk yeah. about ages. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. we are in the second half of the, here, I'll start this. There we go. We are on the second half of the podcast with Miss Diane Spe- Spears. Sears? <laughs> Spears? I thought it was Britney Spears or something. Uh, with yeah. Miss Diane? Could be. Could be. Sears, <laughs> I4 Magazine, I4Biz.com. Give everybody your contact information one more time. All and right. We'll do it again as well, but. Okay, well, you can reach us at i4business. It's i4biz.com or uh, info at i4biz.com. Or if you want to get to me directly, it's Diane, D-I-A-N-E, at i4biz.com. So the head cheese, the, the top banana, the big wig for <laughs> i4biz. Right. We were talking about before we left of some of the experiences that you have had this Magazine is primarily for that's used at second and third level, the bigger business that, for the leadership. That was before we expanded our, our reach, but now it's actually for anyone who's in leadership in Central Florida. And you and I were talking on the break that it could be for people who are managers or people who are who want to be, you know, in leadership. But but mostly for people who are in leadership, it's it's a very close community here. You know, we have so many leaders of so many different types of industries here in Central Florida. There's a lot going on. And on your board of advisors on the website, if people want to go to the website, they can see all that information. Your board of advisory board, some people we recognize, Andrew Cole is on your advisory board. We've had Andrew on here. Carol Ann Dykes is on there. We've had Carol on here in the podcast as well. Some names that I recognize, obviously, Alex Martins. We wrote about him in in the December issue. Yeah. So you had your 2020 business leaders of the year awards, how did you determine who those candidates were as a nominees? Um, great question. We actually let the community determine that. So when we do these awards, we open them up for nominations. And we got, we only opened it up for about 10 days because we knew people are really busy. And if you give them a month or two months or something, you know, they won't get to it. So we made it some urgency, gave it 10 days, and we got. 56, 58, 58 nominations uh, right away. And so we chose some categories. We had we had let them nominate in certain categories, but there were a couple categories that really stood out. Uh, nonprofit was off the chart. We had more, uh, and I think it was a function of what was happening last year, yeah. uh, more nominees for nonprofits. And then we also had a ton of nominees for entrepreneurship. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, it so. is. Yours doesn't necessarily target small business. You can still be an entrepreneur and not be a tremendously small business. Who votes on that? Is it just the, yeah, the people we, that are members? We or? put together a committee from our, our team and our advisory board. And then we chose the, there were some who just bubbled up to the top who were so obvious, you know, but there were, it was, it was very, very tough. And then what we decided was, wow, some of these nominations are so stellar that we'll go ahead and write about them during the rest of the year. Yeah, we're writing about, you know, several of them as the year progresses and you'll you'll get to see them. So So even if they didn't necessarily win mm-hmm. that for that, they'll still be featured because you're right. Yeah. I was looking at some of the people that were nominated. Like, okay, this is pretty solid. This mm-hmm. is a solid group of indi- of individuals. Right. Like in our Central Florida. Our business leader of the year was Bev C, who is the chair of the board of UCF. And 
If you just think about what University of Central Florida has been through in the past several years, just all, all kinds of things. And we we focused on the positive aspects of, of what she did as the chair and what she is still doing as the chair in, in helping with processes, procedures, kind of a, an emergency plan. I just wish we could have put everything from the interview into the article uh, because she was such a, a wealth of knowledge. And that was that's the way we felt about all of the 11 people we profiled. So you finally made all your decisions. Did you let them know ahead of time? Well, you probably oh, had yeah. to let them know. That's one of the bad things about doing stuff virtual. You have to let them know. I yeah. really like the surprise, oh, you've been nominated, yeah. and then you win, because then you get kind of their, nothing wrong with scripted, but scripted is very different than when you when you get that. Yeah, and it's I a never surprise. have. I'm assuming I see that on TV. <laughs> but when you're nominated and you don't know if you've won, and then you realize you've won, it's yeah, a whole it's different thing that comes through. You know, what we usually do in our in-person events is uh, we have two awards events a year. One is Business Leaders of the Year and one is Women's Inspired Leadership Awards. And that's coming up soon. But what we typically do is the, the person who presents the award to the nominee or the honoree, I should say, is a surprise. And we were not able to do that with the awards event in December because because we had to make sure that they could be there and that, you know, and everybody was really nervous because it was all virtual. So it wasn't a surprise, but it was still a delight. So we, we brought in 11 people from the community to present the awards. You know, everyone from Buddy Dyer, Mayor Buddy Dyer, to President uh, Andrew Cartwright from University of Central Florida, Jason Siegel from the Great Orlando Sports Commission. We had, we just had all these people who were really important people in the community and have an, an uh, representative, uh, Anna Eskamani, just to make sure that we elevated the awards to to the honorees. I mean, this is a big, important thing for them. We realized that, and it's important for us, too, to recognize them. So it was such a joyous occasion. If you didn't get to see it, Craig and I were both part of the audience that was watching this. And yeah. us being a production side of it, <laughs> I sometimes lose track during Zoom calls because I'm critiquing the bejeebers out of everybody. Mm-hmm. I will have to say, it was really nice to see Full Sail present an oh, award. yeah. It looked great because <laughs> yeah, if Full Sail does sale. not present a great award, then they need to have their license <laughs> pulled. But it was a virtual set and it was fantastic. Oh, but. Gary Jones was awesome. He was doing that from inside their eSports arena. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was one of our first honorees, um, you know, in the presentation. And you know what? You can see the whole presentation. We've put the whole thing up. It's an hour and a half. I know it's a lot to slog through. But it's um it's on our YouTube channel at I4 Business TV. Okay. Well that's see, we didn't yeah, I was gonna, one of the things I was gonna yeah. ask you about how can people if they haven't seen it and they want to go back and watch it, how yeah. can they see it? And and you answered that. So what is your target market approach then? How do you approach target marketing? Who needs to be a part of the I4 Biz or the I4 magazine? Um, anyone who is trying to reach the the audience of business leaders in Central Florida. So that would be anyone who is interested in learning more about what the leaders are doing and and the best practices and and that changes all the time depending on what's happening in the in the atmosphere. So, you know, last year was a challenge to everyone's leadership skills, I'll have to say, and that's going to continue this year. Then next year, you know, 2022, it'll be a whole new ball game. We don't know what it what it will bring, but leaders will be challenged then too. Forcing everybody to kind of pivot out of their normal yeah. and do something different. How widespread is the publication for I4 Magazine? 
we distribute in a four-county area. So that's Orange, Osceola, Seminole, and um, Lake. And then we also have some distribution in Volusia and Brevard counties. We have some readers in Polk County as well. And then we, we have people who subscribe from all over the place. So they used to live here or they want to live here. And so we're shipping magazines all over the place. <laughs> well, that's that's good. I mean, if you yeah. have lived here or if you're thinking about coming here and want to know what is the temperature, yep, not yep. physical temperature, because it's surface of the sun in July and August, that's fine. But what is the business climate right. for Central Florida? Who else is doing the same thing that you're doing from mm-hmm. a magazine standpoint here in Central Florida? Um, there's no one doing exactly what we're doing. And I like to say that You know, everyone reads the Orlando Business Journal. You have to read that to get your news, the business news, everything that happens. You know, the journal is the place to go. Um, You have to read the Orlando Sentinel. You have to know what's happening in the world and what's happening in our world here. And you have to read Florida Trend. And they, um, I worked for Florida Trend for about nine years as a writer. They do a great job of really delving into the issues and statewide and there, that's a magazine for CEOs and people who want to be CEOs of, of bigger companies. And, and so they all do a great job. But ours is a, a little bit more of a niche. And it's for the leaders in Central Florida and about Central Florida. So it's, it's quite different. You know, I, I like to joke around that um, if someone gets indicted, you might see that in those other three publications, but you're not going to see it in ours. <laughs> you know, least, we only yeah. write happy, happy business <laughs> news. And, and our practices are a little different. We're a little more collaborative in the way we go about the stories, the articles. Our goal is to educate and inspire and not necessarily just inform. So if somebody is a, you know, feel free to pop in here with a question, Mr. Craig. <laughs> no, I want to hear Diane's questions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was going to ask us questions. <laughs> I have a lot of questions that, you know, I can interrogate people just like you guys oh, yeah. can. That's, oh, that's, she doesn't know my background. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He had a better background than I did. But you being a writer, you being a newspaper individual, you're used to the, okay, I'm coming in with questions for yes, you all right. right off the bat. I made you nervous. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if there's the question I can't answer, and there's a ton of them. So what is your vision going forward for this magazine? What do you see it happening? We will continue to tell the, the, the stories about Central Florida that are, are behind the scenes and are not getting told in other, in other publications or other means. So we're looking for the great stories that are happening. And also, um, you know, so what we say is we cover the people projects and priorities shaping Central Florida. And we'll continue to do that. And then we talked a little bit earlier about my vision is to expand this to other cities. So we're, we have some cities that we're looking at and with some partners. And I, I won't mention those just now, but... Um, we'll keep it a secret. You have to stay tuned right. to find out what those are going <laughs> to exactly. be. Exactly. But we definitely want to expand that and, you know, maybe even expand it overseas. You never know. Anywhere there's a highway that has a name, you know, you could come up with a great name for this magazine. So, you know, this is a great name for the Route 66. <laughs> I Ru- know. I mean, there's been be a lot fun. of stuff done on Route 66. Route 66 business. Route 66 business. You're thinking the same think way of, I am. Think of the scope that that is. Small town, rural, big town that covers just about everything. The loss of business in that area <laughs> yeah. for the, for because of the interstate. Yeah. You got to watch cars. <laughs> yeah. You gotta watch cars to see you have you seen cars? You haven't seen the, the animated movie Cars, Disney Cars. Oh, it's pretty fun. He's not talking what? to me, he's talking to Craig. <laughs> yeah. What kind of a Yeah. 
you haven't all right. seen. I know we we pick on him all the time because he doesn't watch movies, and he says that's all I do is watch movies. But I'm just always in my office trying Lightning to create McQueen. stuff for us. Now you know what to do on your spring break. <laughs> spring break? Yeah, Lightning McQueen. Wait a minute, are we getting paid? <laughs> Tater. Hey, we need. I want to. I want to know what Diane wants Tom to ask Mater? us. I want to. What is the questions you wanted uh, to ask, ask us? Ask, ask, ask you guys questions. Uh, what do you read? Are wow. you, uh, anything that you're allowed to talk about? Sure. I4 Magazine. You want to come to my house and see a stack of them? <laughs> yeah, we read regularly I4 Magazine. I understand it's a great publication for that. I do. I love history. Yeah. I love biography. I love fiction. Historical fiction. I love history, but I really love reading. I love reading history, but I also yeah. like reading uh, Diedrich Bonhoeffer and C.S. Lewis and mm. a lot of contemporary. Well, they're not contemporary because they're they're all dead now, but uh, just <laughs> they're in not my of, contemporaries. <laughs> yeah, there's somebody can somebody's contemporaries, but uh, yeah, that's yeah. I I do like to read. I grew up reading Louis L'Amour westerns. My grandfather okay. was yeah. a western western reader kind of guy, and that's what I grew up doing. So, but what about you? I you, uh, you I, read. Yeah, I do. I do a lot of reading. It's just so variable of so many different things in my home office. It's it's like looks like a library. I wish I had this brain back when I was in school instead of sports. I can give you an autograph. I didn't go anywhere with that. But it's just the knowledge that I'm trying to gain. When I started uh, in sales in the hotels, I was just so fascinated with going out and meet people. In the hotel industry, you have to go out and knock on doors, which I did the military in some sort. But it's just that there's no fear in my life. I love meeting people and hear about their stories as well. Everything that we learned today from you, it's fascinating to me. It's just that there's so many things out there when you're kind of in the military, you're kind of confined. Yeah. When you come out in the civilian world, you get to meet all these great people and all their achievements and all the accomplishments that they have gone through. And you're wondering, like, I can do that and I can do more and how I can help other people to learn from other people. It's just all about connecting and making sure that everybody grows. Right. We, so you're sh- a magazine junkie like I am, I think. <laughs> yeah, and it's not the magazines that you have at the, you know, at the checkout counters, the, no, this, the Globe. I mean, everybody ones. needs to know what Orlando is being offered. We get, what, 750 people moved into the state of Florida. And it seems because of Disney and all these other theme parks and everything, of our growth, our economy is growing. And you can tell it by just the highways and the homes. But they want to know more. They want to be interested. They want to be interacting with so they can come down here because they're so fascinating of everything we accomplished. And, it's, and still. It's great that you gave a shout out to the OBJ and the Sentinel and oh, others yeah. so they can get a more rounded view. If somebody says, hey, I'm an entrepreneur, I have this business, Orlando might be a great place for you to start in the Central Absolutely. Florida area. You do Absolutely. Absolutely. One more time, how do people get a hold of you? All right. It's Diane at i4biz. So it's a little i, numeral four, biz.com. Or uh, info at i4biz.com. If you have a press release for us, press at i4biz.com. Cool. We did have a tip of the day. We, I was trying to figure out, okay, what can tip we do as a tip? Of, we try and do a tip of the day of, yeah. to give business individuals some guidance. Usually it's just something off the wall. But <laughs> with the digital environment that we now have, our mm-hmm. tip was think twice before you put something in print or on social media. Oh, yes. I think Just, Diane taught me the other day it's called credibility, and it's 100%. If you are a small business owner and your media presence reflects on your business, mm-hmm. just be careful. What And obviously, your publication is a great positive message to those that want to put something in print or in media. Just Absolutely. think twice about before you check that, oh, I like that meme or whatever it is. People are going to look at that. If you're a small business owner, they might look at that and say, hmm, I'm not sure if you I... You know, 
Tim, it's so interesting that you mentioned that because when we were looking at nominees for the Business Leaders of the Year Awards, we actually went and looked at their social media. Because I don't want to put somebody in who's completely controversial as far as last year was a controversial year. And there were a couple of people who were knocked out of the running because of things they had posted on LinkedIn and Facebook. Because we've lost the ability to agree to disagree. Correct. And I think last yeah. year showed us, if anything, I can agree with somebody or disagree with somebody yeah. and still, well, let's go have something to drink afterwards. Let's go right. have some food. But we've lost that ability. And unfortunately, yeah. a lot of people can't divide. Well, thank you very much for being here. This has been a lot of fun. Thank I've you, I learned a guys. lot of stuff today. And thank you for being here. We'll be back again next time for the 36th episode. We have a special guest. We're not going to tell you who it is. I don't remember because I don't have my... Yeah, you know, I was just thinking, too. We have, we're like, what, 60s out, 60-day out know. on filling. It'll be a lot. So have a great day. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the Check Your Six podcast. Tune in again next time for more information on your small business development.